Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Hey guys, happy Tuesday. Super glad to be with you. Um, as you guys join us, let us know where you're tuning in from. We'd love to hear that stuff. Uh, you know, let us know your questions. This is a dialogue. It's not Denny and me just talking at you. So today we are going to talk all about cosigners uh, for investment property loans. So, you know, how to use a cosigner to help you borrow money uh, if your credit is not up to snuff or if you have some other challenges with getting a loan to buy rental properties, investment properties. This is how to do it. So without further ado, Denny, what is a cosigner and what are their responsibilities? Well, let me, because uh, people confuse cosigner and co-borrower and they are different. A cosigner has no ownership in the property itself. They're just basically backing your loan. So if so you're for guarantor some, for your loan. Right. right. So if you default, they're basically responsible. So no upside for them. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. There are a few, and we'll talk about that later. Uh, and it's usually, 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 it's a very close family member or a friend or something like that. Right, because they're rarely. doing you a favor, basically. Right. It's yeah. not like you're going to go out and look for an investor co-signer. It doesn't work right. that way. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a good way for maybe somebody who is entering with little to no credit it's a little harder to get cosigners when you have bad credit. It tends to be a little easier if you have a little bit of a lower income amount, like, you know, than, than they ordinarily would use. But if you have iffy credit, they can also help. But if you're, if you have super bad, bad credit, most banks are still not going to allow you to use a cosigner. Frankly, most cosigners aren't going to <laughs> Unfortunately, they're not going to say, sure, I'll take the chance. So, but even if, so if you have bad credit, would a bank, and let's say you lined up a cosigner with excellent credit, would a bank lend to you? Um, I, if you, it depends, like if we're talking like, you know, low 500s, four, three, probably not, you know, but if you're on the, you know, middle ground, like between five and six, possibly yes. Okay. All right. So now what's, aside from the co-signer just doing this because they love you, you know, because they're <laughs> your parent or, or your spouse or something, uh, why, why would a co-signer do this for you? Well, I mean, there's, you don't have any financial investment. There's no payment, hopefully. Um, you don't have to deal with the day-to-day -day management of anything. Um, and if the payments are made on time, it actually has a positive effect on your credit. For so, conventional mortgages that report on your credit, not right. for portfolio lenders who don't. No, 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 right. no. Right. Okay. Well, that all makes sense. Uh, and you know, who, who is the ideal borrower to, to do this with? Like, you know, when, when should someone say, you know what, I probably need to bring in a co-signer here to help me. I line think up if, this. 
if you're close, do you know what I mean? Like if you have your, your mortgage processor, whoever says, look, you're a little shy here on income, your credit's a little iffy, um, but we might be able to push this through with a cosigner. Under those circumstances, it's, it's not a bad idea. And, and you know, you could refinance later on on your own once payments are made on time and your situation changes. So it could also be a temporary situation. I know people that have done that. But yeah, for the most part, and it, I, again, it's great for the one, somebody that wants to get involved early, um, because let's face it, when you're young, you have either school loans and you're just not, you know, you're not in the position as some other people might be. So it's a good way to still be able to invest in real estate, get a portfolio started and, and get, you know, get it going. Yeah, so that's that's how I've seen people use cosigners in the past uh, to get started with real estate investing. You know, typically younger borrowers, you know, people in their twenties, maybe their thirties, either don't have much credit yet, or you know, maybe they made some mistakes with their credit, but they have parents who are willing to take the risk with them uh, right. and cosign the loan on their behalf. Maybe an older sibling uh, who's willing to to do that on their behalf. It's also great for house hacking. People who are looking to buy, say, a multifamily property, move into one unit, rent out the other units. One of the advantages to doing that is that you can use the future rents from the other units to help you qualify on income. But sometimes that still isn't quite enough to get you over the hump on right. your debt to income ratio. So you can use a cosigner to uh, help with that, you know, to, to help you qualify on income to house hack a multifamily property. So I've seen people use cosigners successfully there mm -hmm. as well. And that's probably one of the most popular scenarios for this. Um, but obviously there are others as well. Um, and, it, and it's good to know that a lot of your loan processors and whatnot, they're going to want to know the relationship. So it's not like you're going to just, you know, call some whatever, you know, maybe have a side deal or something with them or whatever. And, and then they can co-sign for a lot of banks are very tough on that. There would have to be some type of an existing relationship. So restricted to family members or can friends co-sign for you? I mean, how, how does that work? I think depending on, again, on the lender and underwriters, processors, whatnot, it, it could probably be a friend, but you probably would have to maybe exhibit to them where this relationship started and, and all of that. Yeah. And sometimes mortgage lenders will require a letter of certification from people like cosigners. If someone gives you a gift to help you with your down payment, oh, yeah. uh, they'll, they'll require a letter certifying that it is a gift that doesn't have to be repaid. It's not a loan. So yeah, to your point, sometimes lenders do want to get a letter from people who are involved in your loan, you know, just certifying on paper uh, what the relationship is, uh, what the expectations are uh, from the co-signer and so forth. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, look, it, again, it's uh, it's not like you're going to go out and buy a 30-unit, multi-unit building on your first try and then try it with a co-signer. So yeah. we're looking when you're first getting in. Not that it couldn't happen that way, <laughs> but chances are not. Um, yeah. But it's a great way to knock down those barriers that might ordinarily prevent you from getting getting involved. Yeah, because, you know, it's something that you and I talk about all the time. There are some barriers to entry with real estate investing, you know, from the down payment to credit requirements, mm -hmm. uh, income requirements. 
So, you know, like you said, using a co-signer is a great way to get over that hump and break through that barrier to entry for new investors. Uh, by the way, we did add a link in the comments to where you can compare lenders uh, who specialize in working with real estate investors. You can compare some, uh, some terms there, loan terms. Uh, Denny, is there anything else that people need to know about borrowing money with a co-signer to buy investment properties? Well, just make sure that you know that if something happens <laughs> and you have a close relationship with this person, it, it could potentially, you know, mess that up as well. So you want to make I mean, sure if, if that you default on your payments and the other yeah, person gets stuck holding the bag. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. And they, you know, that's pretty tough. So you want to make sure that the relationship is strong and that you are committed to the process. Absolutely. All right. That's all for today. Quick, simple, you know, great way to get started though with real estate investing. So on that note, we will see you guys next week. Stay in touch. Let us know what you want to hear about. Support at sparkrental.com. Danny and I read all those emails and we will catch you on the flip side. Absolutely. Have a great day, guys. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us. And we will catch you on the flip side. Yeah.